Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Serene. In this podcast you will find movie reviews and TV show reviews, the latest news about the film industry, monthly watch list, award show predictions and recaps, recaps on events like Netflix's To Doom. You will receive two episodes a week, Thursdays and Sundays. You can follow me on Instagram at movie reviews with Serene and Movie Reviews with Serene podcast. Come join the journey. Hello, hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. You guys, I watched Fast X on Monday, Monday evening. I will be talking about Fast X today. Then I also watched American Born Chinese on Disney+. Plus. Then I also... I also um, watched season one of Abolt, Abolt Elementary on Disney Plus, but Hulu for you guys. Then I'll be talking about some. Um, I'll be talking about some news, in regards of Cannes International Film Festival. Um, I'll also. I'll also add something to the last episode, to the previous episode, because I forgot about it. But we'll see. And yes, I'm not running late, but <laughs> that's... Um, I think we all have gotten used to that. <laughs> Anyways, let's go into this episode. To add two things. One... um. On Powerbook 2 Ghost, I said that this one bloodline and the other bloodline. Well, I forgot that we are seeing someone very familiar. And like, okay, I'll, sp I'll spoil it. So please spoil the warning. We see Tommy and Tommy does something. And I will talk about the whole season uh, on Powerbook 2 Ghost, season th three um, on Sunday. I have also started season four of Succession, and I'm kind of sad because it will end on Sunday. <laughs> I'm very sad, but I'm currently at episode two. Then another thing I wanted wanted to add was that you can also listen to this podcast on iHeart on the iHeart Radio app, and on Stitcher, and on Podcaster, and so on and so forth. And I put another um, poll into this episode's episode, and with the question whether you had seen Fast X or not. So I would highly recommend it to you if you do that poll. You have time until June first, and then I'll be publishing the <clears throat> I'll be publishing the results on my Instagram account. Which is Movie Reviews with Serene and Movie Reviews with Serene podcast. And uh, this episode will be a long one because I want to talk about Fast X as. With, I'll try my best not to spoil it, but I want to talk about like about the whole day. And I'm going to do that now. So, Fast X, as you guys know, was released on May. 19th in the US and May 
17th and 18th here in Austria, Switzerland, and you, uh, like in Europe in general, but like Austria, Switzerland, and Germany was 17th at some cinemas, and at and on May eighteenth, uh, it was on another like on it was it basically the cinemas were like some were uh, have released the movie on May seventeenth and some on May eighteenth, and I went on May twenty second. Um, oh, that was a mess because this theater I went was like near my house and also. The theater, like, we were supposed to go into this, me, we, by we, I mean my sister and I, we were supposed to go onto this um, movie theater where the seats are, like, moving. And uh, I bought the tickets online and the the theater it had, like, showed was also the, on, the one with where the seats, seats were, like, moving. And then we like, it was like around 6 p.m. And so I was very excited. I was like, oh, hey, I'm so excited. Anyways, I was like very excited. We, we go there. We we arrive at the at the cinema, which is like in this mall. So, and so we arrive there and we get like popcorn and nachos because we thought like, we forgot that those seats would be moving because and I'll say, like, why they didn't. Anyways, so we bought, like, popcorn and um, nachos. Because I like nachos. My sister loves popcorn. But we, you know, to share. So we go into this theater. And we're in the, the screening room. And we found out that the that the movie we, we were watching was, like, Fast X. Yes, but the seats... Those are like different seats, so those usually have a display where you can like um, individually like um, change the rate of like the intensity of the movement of the seat because like some people are like get motion sick, so they kind of like lower the intensity of the seat. So we we sit in we we at this row and we sit in this row, and then we realize, um, that it those those seats weren't work like it it wasn't it, they didn't um they didn't have this display which I like told you about, so then we were like I was like checking I was like going online and then I was checking in the app, and and um. I may I my initial thought was maybe they like changed the movie screening room, but then I checked and it was like the same because it was one screen was around five, uh, six p.m. It lasted around eight thirty something like that, and the other one was um eight fifteen p.m. until ten thirty p.m. So so we were like kind of like disappointed. We're like oh okay well. Then um it was like six PM and the movie hasn't started yet and nor have the trailers yet, so we were like waiting as then like it was like six thirty five or something when the movie had started. But before that we got the trailer for Oppenheimer for Insidious the Rod Red Door thingy. 
And then we got the trailer for Gran Turismo, the trailer for Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, and then the trailer for um, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. Okay, then the movie starts, and like, um, after those, the movie had started, then we kind of like realized that the sound was a little bit like, and the quality was a little bit off, so, but we, I don't know why, but nobody really said anything, but we were like, okay, it's fine, so then um, the movie started, and the first thing was like, Roman and Tash and Megan Ramsey, they get called by the agency to go to Rome, and then we get introduced, it was like an ambush, and then we get introduced to to um this Momoa and then this Momoa's like done to- no wait the movie starts with this really like cool heist movie a heist scene heist sequence of Fast Five and <laughs> my sister hadn't saw- seen Fast Five so I was kind of like spoiling and we saw like Brian um Paul Walker it was really emotional then they get like then it was like 10 years later they got called to well, the first the the barbecue scene, which usually is like at the end of the movie, but this time it was in the beginning, and so yeah, there was this barbecue scene, and then they got, and then like we cut to um, Roman and Tash in in Rome, and yeah. And then um, there was this really cool scene. There were some action scenes. First one was which was really cool was like Saifa, and a person I won't spoiler whom, but yeah, then there was and there they like jump from place to place like they went from Rome to LA, and then from there to Portugal, and then from there to Rio de Janeiro. And uh, there was this nod to, like, Paul Walker, we'll see you again, I was crying. <laughs> um, then, we then, like, John Cena came into the mix, and um, he had this, like, kind of role with, as, like, similar to, like, Pedro Pascal to and Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us. Um, so that was a side that was the side plot that the another another side plot was like that Kurt Russell's um Miss Nobody went missing and so Brie Larson who plays his daughter Tess Nobody she was like taking over the agency but then there was like bad guy and then we cut to this Moa again um it was a lot of fun and this Moa really did like he really in like he really channeled his Heath Ledger Heath Ledger Joker um and I was so there for it. Like this is probably the best villain in this franchise. And as as, as someone who has like grown up with um this franchise, I was so happy to see a fresh face. And then there were some cameos. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, then, oh yeah, and uh, Re- Megan, uh, um, Ramsey, that's all I'm, I'm on as Ramsey, and Roman, and Tash, after Rome, they went to London, and then there was this cameo, 
Oh yeah, Han was also there. Then they went to Jason Statham. And also, this movie was like directed by Justin Lin. And and the guy who did now you can now you see me this French guy, um I can never really pronounce his name but I will try my best. Louis Letter Letter Letterier, he did now you see me too, and Le Pen. And three episodes of Le Pen on Netflix. So, yeah. Then um, there was this really cool scene with Saifa and Ren Michel Rodriguez and the other artists. And um, it was so funny. Like, the dialogue was very funny. There, were, I will spoil it. Like, I won't spoil it, but I will say there is this little Taj, um, <laughs> um, little Taj, um, sequence um and this time roman led the group so it was really cool to see him in that role <laughs> um then we went to went back to like rio de janeiro and then we saw louis da silva's character um i won't say what happens but something happens and Then we then we cut to Sina and our little Brian. Um, and they there was this really funny like sequence with alcohol. <laughs> I would say what, but that happened on a plane. Then there we saw Meadow Parker, M- Meadow Walker, um, in a as a flight attendant. It was really cute to see her. She is the daughter of Paul Walker. Then we saw another cameo, <laughs> a very funny one, um, and they did this, I was really happy to see a race war again, which like brought it back to the roots, and oh, I was, I have to say like the, uh, the pacing was really good, there were like some slow mo, slow moments, but, um, fast moment as well and there were some really cool um shots and action sequences the choreography was really cool like we finally had this fight scene with jason statham also um louis leterrier did um transporter which stars jason statham so you see what I just did there. Anyways, he had this really cool fight scene with Han, which was really cool in London. And um, there was also like the continuation of the post-grade scene of Fast 9. And then something happened and... Um, and so basically like... There was this cliffhanger, um. So, Dom has to like choose whom he wants to save. Thank to Jason Momoa, Dante Reyes, and and also um, he he kind of like also played like Aquaman, 
because there was this one scene in the room with water and also he had this like fight scene with um <laughs> with um Brie Larson and you guys know Brie Larson is plays Captain Marvel and Jason Momoa plays Aquaman so that was really cool and there's this one rule like if you don't see a body then that character won't die like isn't dead so um I won't say who but we didn't see a body when something happened then um a very important like a very like I screamed when two cameos happened so the first one was towards the end someone's coming and I'm like uh, the whole screening room was like oh my fucking god it's this person what the fuck and then the first post-credit scene happened and then and we also learned like it was also like an homage to fast five um i will say like about about dante reyes's dante reyes's father's death because a certain person killed him so i saw like you see like a post-credit scene and um then you see a mask it's it's like a black ops black ops like operation and then my sister goes like oh my god it's it's like this person's like facial features like oh my fucking god and then this person like revealed his mask and i was like oh i fucking screamed i like i didn't give a i didn't give a fuck i screamed so loud Uh, but not just me but like the whole screening um theater like screening rooms um screamed like all the viewers screamed and i am still not okay like i'm still not i'm still not over what i saw in that fucking movie for like two hours and 21 minutes or 31 minutes something like that but yeah it was a lot of fun like i am really excited for the second part um also like there's another post credit scene so don't go because we i when the credits happened i was like like, let's go like nothing will come and then i found out that there was another scene so i'm kind of i'm kind of like we should have stayed but then but i but like uh we had to go anyways so yeah like fast x was so 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 good and um it's dialogue like this script is hilarious like so many pop cultural references um i'm just saying one thing and that's like i was this moas killed some people and then he painted their toenails and he was like i was dead i was medically dead for two minutes and then he like one of the person he killed was named bob he's like bob like pay attention and i was i lost it i laughed so much and then like the the um the soundtrack of the movies like always go hard like they're always amazing and i have this like this one song is called angel and it's by jimin from bts and um kodak black and another rap and a few other people there are like five people in on this song anyways so that's really a beautiful song and overall all the songs were like 
fire. And the action scenes were also fire. But like my favorite scene was when John Cena uh, went back to his resting years. And there was this whole sequence where he did exactly what he did during his WWE uh, WrestleMania years. And I screamed because I... Like, I've been a fan of him since 2020, no, not 2012, along with Batista, Dave Batista, and Dwayne Johnson. And so I'm very excited for the, for the, for like 2025, because then the next installment will, like the part, like part two of Fast X will be released then, also in, on, on May, in May. And I'm so excited. Like I like Fast Nine was okay. Fast Nine was mm, okay, fine. And but this one, I'm very excited for next installment. Like, it's it had been a while since I was this excited about the next part, like the next movie in this franchise. And another thing, I'm also very happy and proud of Ludacris because he received his um Hollywood Walk of Fame star after being in the in both industries like as a rapper musician producer and as an actor for over 20 years i'm very proud of that and it's amazing to see and then he asked um when diesel to speak for him at this at the celebration it was very it was very tear jerky um see i want to spoil her so much but i cannot so um, there were, like, so many, like, references to, obviously, Fast 5, but also Fast 7, Fast 8, Fast 3, Fast, um, 4, even Fast 1 with Race Wars, um, yeah, as a fan, I really enjoyed this movie, but I know that non-fans might have some problems or some issues with this movie but um as a fan like i said i'm very very happy and pleased especially about two cameos i was like oh okay like i can still i have still goosebumps when i saw that person um yeah <laughs> anyways that was fast x and i really really enjoyed it and um despite like there were some there was some drama behind the scenes during the production and the coolest thing is like so many so many stunts were like real and um and also there was this like this time it was a rolling bowl uh say it's a bomb but like that rolling ball really looked like that rolling thingy rolling robot from in the incredibles from pixar's the incredibles but like like it reminded me of that but nevertheless i still enjoyed it and i also know now know why the premiere happened in rome because most of the movie plays like in rome and then in the Rio de Janeiro, and then in in Portugal, in London, in Los Angeles, 
yeah, it was, it was, I had the good, good time. And also this, this, this is talking also revealed another, like, villain. Um, won't say whom, but if you watch it, you will understand. I also like, like, Ames. Um, he is, like, this new... Mm, he's, like... He's, like, um... Brie Larson's kind of, like, companion, but with a twist. <laughs> And he, he is played by Ellen Hudson from Reacher. Okay, I will, I will like spoiler. So Pete Davidson is in it <laughs> because um, I have to spoil it because I watched Bobkiss and I want to talk about it. And I'll talk about Bobkiss later in this episode. Also, David Ryan is also in it, which is very interesting. Also, like, Josh Dunn, which is also very interesting. <laughs> um, and also, Dan Matteucci is also in it. Um, yeah. And I saw Jason Momoa's, like, Dante Reyes is, was like a breath of fresh air into this, like, franchise. And I really, really enjoyed it. Like, his character. Oh, my God. I cannot, like, oh, I cannot stop smiling when I'm, whenever I'm thinking about his, like, lines or, like, behavior. But I do have to say the CGI effects weren't the best it was like so bad <laughs> nevertheless i still really really enjoyed this movie and i had a blast watching it despite like the movie theater issue And also I have to say like if you haven't watched the watched the fifth installment you won't be able to connect the dots in this installment um so before watching Fast X watch Fast 5 I know like the long the movie is like long but like 2 hours and 21 minutes but it's like it never really feels that long because I was because I watched like I I checked the time once and it was like only like one hour like it was like it was like um, it was like one hour um had passed before like uh, uh before the like before 
the movie started, so it was like only like one hour, one hour like was gone, and I really liked this one because in the last installment, I I kind of like struggled because it was like it was also long, but it was it felt long. So it, this one did doesn't really feel long because it's like. paced very uh, it's like paced very uh, balanced so I'm very pleased with that one And I will also say, um, watch Fast 9 and Fast 5 before that, before watching Fast 10. So, because it, like, happens immediately, like, after the events of Fast 9. And um, also, they also did so many times, like, an, an explanation dumping. And I I didn't I wouldn't I I didn't mind it, but I do think that it could be very annoying at times. But I was like I was like okay we get it it's like the tenth installment blah, blah blah but yeah I still enjoyed every single minute hour sequence of this movie. And like I said, there were so many big surprises throughout the movie. I'm sure those will be like explained in the next installments because it's this will be like a truth trilogy. So I really had a good time and it was a good bonding experience with my sibling so yeah that was fast x and that was what i can say without spoiling i will probably spoiler it or like talk about it more in, in depth once like a few months or like every single person in this world in this world have has have or will see this or like have seen this movie so yeah that's what i can say for now but i'll definitely like talk about this movie in depth within i don't know like two three months so i really had an amazing amazing time after this one and i'm and like after like after all i was very glad that the seats didn't move or didn't move during this movie because then um my nachos and our like my popcorn and my nachos were were like you know wasted money 
like would have been my waist money because they are, would have like flown around uh, all over the place. So I'm I'm after I uh, like afterwards I'm very glad that the seats didn't didn't um move. Even though it would have been so much more fun and I like spent like nineteen euros <laughs> on the tickets hoping that the seats would like would be would be moving but now we know that the next installment we'll just watch it on IMAX as we've already like done it. Like we we always watch it in IMAX because then their seats move. But um we just like wanted to actually like I and my sister really just like wanted to um do something different with this installment. Um yeah. But that does like it's not the fault it's kinda of fault of the movie theater, but I still enjoy going to this to that theater, so we good. Cineplex, we good. Anyways, let's talk about the news. So, um, you can watch The Little Mermaid and Renfield in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Uh, today, The Little Mermaid and also Renfield. So, go watch it. I love Renfield. I will be able to watch The Little Mermaid, I think, in June because in May, um, you know when you like do purchases, make purchases without thinking that you might need that money. So yeah, I fell I like fell victim to that. Um anyways, so I'll be watching um I'll be watching Little Mermaid in June. Um So some TV shows have been cancelled, sadly. And one of them is Yellowstone after the fifth season. Then... Atlanta Medical. Then 911. And then... um. Kung Fu was also cancelled after one season. Then <laughs> um, Star Wars is the Bad Batch won't have a fourth season. Kinda sad. But it will have it it will have a third season. It's the third season though. Then uh, the Goldbergs were cancelled. Then um, Home Economics was also cancelled. Then Rookie Feds, the Rookie Feds was also cancelled. And because of the WGA, it's not clear whether Young Rock will be continued or not. So it's kind of like a... Eh, I don't know, like, it's the, eh, I don't know, 
and Dear Edward was cancelled by Netflix. And Look Look Wood and Co was also cancelled by Netflix. And then Sex Life was cancelled by Netflix. So Kevin Feige confirmed that on a YouTube video that Robert Downey Jr. had met with Marvel previously for the role of Doctor Doctor Doom. I'll share the YouTube video on like the link of the YouTube video um in the show notes notes. And also on my Instagram account. Then Rosa Salazar, who we know from, could know from Bird Box or Alita Battle Angel or Wedding Season on Hulu. She has joined the cast of Captain America New World Order. So according to this this kiss the discussing discussing film, Jamie James Cameron reportedly said that he has started writing a new Terminator movie. But he is waiting to see how AI develops in the re- real world before continuing the script. Then Brian Brian Cox, aka Logan Roy, said to Variety that he thinks he was written out of succession too early. And I quote, I was fine with it ultimately, but I did feel a little bit rejected. All the work I've done and finally I'm going to end up as an ear on a carpet of a plane end of quote so i still want a a like succession spin-off whether that would be with um candle or shivan or roman um or even logan like logan's um like a prequel to Logan and his media empire. So I'm I would be still down. So something which made makes me very happy is that Amazon Prime's Prime Videos, The Wheel of Time, the season two, the second season. I love the first season. Um will be premiering on September first. 
this year, which was delayed to like COVID. So yeah, I'm very happy with that news. Then the Little Mermaid is tracking to earn two hundred million to between two hundred million and two hundred. And fifty million in the movies worldwide opening weekend, which is this week. So the filming of Agatha Cavern of Chaos will wrap up next week. Then, red, white, and royal blue. The movie will be released on August eleventh on Prime Video this year. Then Margot Robbie, um, she graces the the cover of Vogue, British Vogue. Um, and in that, uh, in her interview, she said that they wanted Gal Gadot in Barbie because she has Barbie energy, according to Margot Robbie. But Gal Gadot wasn't available, and she Margot Robbie added, and I quote: "Gal Gadot is impossibly beautiful, but you don't hate her for being that beautiful, because she is so genuinely sincere." End of quote. Then Pedro Pascal, um, said to Hollywood Reporter. On being called daddy online, and I quote, "I'm having fun with it." Seems the daddy the daddy thing seems a little role related. There was a period where the Mandalorian is very dad daddy to baby Grogu, and Joel is very daddy to Ellie. These are daddy parts. End of quote. Then the first trailer for um Julio Torres's Problem Mister was released yesterday. It looked very fun. It looked a lot of fun. Then Florence Pugh revealed that income that people in the indie movie world were pissed off when she joined Marvel, and she she said, and I quote: "So many people in the indie mo- film world were really pissed off at me. They were like, great, now she's good, now she's gone forever.' End of quote. Oh, that's so mean." That's really mean. Then, um, Asteroid City has premiered at Cannes a few days ago, and its Rotten Tomato meter was it's at is at seventy three percent. So I'm very excited for that one. I think it will be released 
August or July, something like that. Then there is this rumor that Vincent Deonofrio first Wilson Fisk, aka Kimpin, may may be the main villain in Spider-Man 4. It's just rumor that there's no, like, nobody has confirmed it or denied yet. But the idol also debuted at Cannes, and it debuted at the Tomato Meter at 9%. Based on 11 reviews. I'm still very excited for that one. And Echo will be the last MCU project of the year 2023. And two years. That marks two years since the first Appearance of of Echo in Hawkeye. And there will be a trailer for Loki Season 2, which will be released sometime in July this year. And so the actor Roy Ray Stevenson, who played Volstagg, Volstagg has sadly passed away, along with Tina Turner. So it's been a sad week. So, Netflix is finalizing a 11 million deal for North American rights to rights to May, December, to to May to December, and the Todd Hines directed drama that stars Julian Moore and Natalie Port. Natalie Portman is the biggest deal of Cannes so far. With 11 million. Oh, excuse me, the, the idol debuted with a 
uh, not with 9%, but with 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. But, like, it's whole season. Then you will be able to watch John Wick um, digitally, and you can also buy it on Ultra a High Definition, Ultra HD, and on 4K. And you can also watch it on VOD this week. And it will be released on June 13th on Amazon Prime Video. John Wick 4. Chapter 4. So Matt Damon said uh, something about Oppenheimer and Barbie being uh, released on the same day. And he said, and I quote, this is the first I am hearing about it. End of quote. And I quote, people are allowed to go see two movies in a weekend. Oppenheimer is one of them. End of quote. He said that to... To Vanity Fair. Then HBO Max is now officially called Max. And HBO is like the TV channel. The free TV channel. So yeah. I'm still I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> and then Pedro Pas- Pedro. Oh yeah. Pedro Pascal's next movie. Strange Way of Life. Debuted at 69% on Rotten Tomatoes from 16 reviews. And The Little Mermaid debuted with a sev- with 70% on Rotten Tomatoes from 92 reviews. Then Paramount Plus will... With... Paramount Plus and Showtime will launch on... Paramount Plus, the the emergence of Showtime and Paramount Plus will launch on June 27th at $11.99 per month and the Showtime over the top app will be shuttered by the end of the year. So, Ming Na Wen will receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on May 30th, according to Variety. So Michelle Yeoh has been giving the Woman in Motion Award at Cannes, and her and her um, acceptance speech. A bit of it was, I and I quote, I have watched the currents throughout my entire career, and I'm watching the tides turn now. 
Keep fighting, keep pushing because your voice is viral. It's vital, end of quote. So, the Super Mario Bros. movie is now the second highest grossing animated movie of all time. Domestically, though. So, a 10 episode finished Alien vs. Predator anime series has reportedly been locked away at Disney since the 20th Century Fox acquisition. So, I, um, I watched American Born Chinese, and I watched uh, about Elementary, and I also watched Bubkiss, and I'll talk about uh, American Chinese now. So let's do that. American Born Chinese. So American Born Chinese is based on a graphic novel with the same name and it's a eight episode series i i it looks like it was foreshadowed that it will have a second season which made me very makes me very happy and it's a everything ever old ones reunion meaning we have ku kwan we have michelle yo we have stephanie Hsu, and um, it also stars Ben Wang. He was in Sex Appeal. It also stars Daniel Wu. He was in Westworld. He played Jay. It also stars Poppy Liu. She was in that Sisters. She played Greta. But she she's also in the After Party. Yes, I still have to watch the second season of that one. Or third season. I, I don't remember. Anyways. Then this one also stars Jimmy Che Yang. Jimmy O Yang. Oopsie, comedian. And he is known from AT for Brady or Me Time or Easter Sunday. So he's a, he's a comedian, third actor. It also stars It also says R.J.O. Young. He was in Beef on Netflix. He played uh, a young Bruce Lau. Lau. Uh, yeah, that's it. Then, this series was directed by... Oh, 
the director of Shang-Chi, <laughs> Destin Daniel Cretton, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, and so it's about Jin, who plays, who is played by Ben Wang, and he is an average teenage, balancing high school and home life, when he meets a new foreign student on their first day of school even more worlds collide as Jin is unwillingly in entangled in a battle with Chinese myth- mythological gods Michelle Yeo plays one of them and yeah that's it like this this the whole quest whole like plot of the first season and i have to say it's visually beautiful i love how elaborate the sets were the production was and also it really reminded me of i don't know if you're familiar with but back in 2000 there was this disney animation um series titled american dragon about this high school this chinese American-born, like, Chinese high school person. And um, he turned into a dragon. Like, he turned into a dragon, and then he was fighting crime. So that's, like, it really reminds me of that. And also of, like, Shang-Chi and of so many others, like, other um, comic books. So it's like I I have to say like it's like a live version live action version of all the animations out there like Dragon Ball Z, um, or like some something like Naruto, or um, or like American Dragon like I said. So yeah, like all but it also reminds me of. Um, Ned's alternative like school guide on Nickelodeon. So uh, it was a mix of so many things, like more like Chang Chi, and it also it also had some like side plots. Um, so it was like Ben Wong's situation, then Michelle Yeo was like this goddess on in heaven and so then there was this one then there was K.U. Kwan who was this like actor turned teacher and he had this like tv show and then he had this like sitcom and yeah there it was like basically everywhere every all at once but in a long elongated form and I loved every single every single um minute of it and i have to say like some of the jokes were like the script parts of the parts of the script and the dialogue were very racist um i didn't like that but i loved the well choreographed fight scenes 
with gods and non-gods. I don't want to spoil it much, but you'll understand what I'm saying when you're watching it. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, I cannot wait for the second season. And it, uh, I forgot to say, it's an action-adventure comedy fantasy series. And it also reminds me of, like, Kung Fu Panda, which I liked. So, yeah, I, 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 I binged, I, I, I finished it earlier today. I had watched it, like, I had watched the first four episodes, and then I binged everything, the remaining five episodes today, because the episodes range from, um, from... 45 minutes to 37 minutes so yeah and also they, they like we have this boy Jimmy Liu he was in With Campus Life, I guess. Anyways, I, I I only like I didn't know who he was, but he um he plays this like son of one of the gods, and he and he is like taken care of by Goddess Michelle Yeoh, and she's the god of compassion, and his father is the god of the monkey, the monkey king, so she, and so he has to like find, he has to go on a quest and find four, four scrolls, and one of the, and the fourth one is like missing, the first one is discipline, the second one is discourse, and the third one is philosophy, and the fourth one turns out to be Ben Wang, Ben Wang's um character like Ben Wang's ancestry like Ben Wang's parents like bloodline and ancestry, so yeah that 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 quest was like very interesting and also the drama aspect was also very interesting and the, the real real relativity of a person who is not like kind of is like born was like born in America. But is Chinese and he kind of like walks on this like line between like two worlds and has like is like never American enough to be to you know feel like an American or never Chinese enough to like find um feel like a Chinese feel like China from Chinese descent. So I could so I could like relate to that so much because I as in Turk born in Austria I never I feel like Austria is my is my home but when I go when I go visit my family in Turkey then I never really feel like a Turk even though I like I, I can talk I can speak the language I know all the cultural stuff and you know 
and but my like the Turkish I learned from my parents is so much like different than the Turkish not, not you know like we use certain words to describe something like I would give you an example so a few years back I it was summer and we flew over there and I wanted to uh, like we were at my 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 relative's house and I want to get some cereal because they had cereal so I said cereal the way I would say it here not I don't mean like in German but I mean in the Turkish I learned right but cereal is called is is different like uh, the name of cereal like I used the Brand brand name here. Like I use like, um, I don't know like Kellogg's, and or or cornflakes. So I said I want some cornflakes, and my relatives looked at me. I was like, "What does she want?" Like to my mom, and then my mom said the original Turkish word word for cornflakes. So I felt you cannot imagine how ashamed I felt, how sad I felt, how embarrassed I felt, because to me, I'm like very well equipped in that language, in Turkish. Then I like find out that I am not well equipped in that language, solely because I was born in Austria and not in Turkey. And don't get me wrong, I'm so fucking blessed and grateful that I was born in Europe and not in Turkey given the circumstances there. But that was so embarrassing to me. So when I whenever I like learn something new and a new word, I learned a new word yesterday in Turkish. So then I like try to remember it and then use it. So then I guess I developed a complex <laughs> like a complex of like not being embarrassed ever ever again in this language. So I like, I like, I'm like a sponge. I like, I um, learn many, voc- so much vocabulary and new words every single day. So then when the time comes, I don't get embarrassed like I was a few years back. And I, I know that you might not be able to relate to my story, my anecdote. But watching American-born Chinese... I could really re- relate to what Ben went through in that series. And like I would be Austrian born Turk, so I I don't know, I just liked I liked that name, but like it's it's something I have really struggled with until I think my twenties. I was like you know what? I'm I'm fine. Like I'm I'm fine when I'm not recognized as a Turk in Turkey, and as an European there. And like here, I'm like recognized as a as an Austrian and not a Turk, which makes me happy. But because there's like so much stigma around uh, immigrants, in especially in Vienna, and so I'm like I said, I am glad that I was born here, but I just, 
I guess that's, that's just a personal issue I have to go through and overcome, you know. I, I, but I, 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 I am doing better with that like conflict um, of the two worlds or cultures. So yeah, I really liked American Born Chinese and I cannot wait for the second season. Um and I believe it will win a few Emmys this year or next year. We'll see how long the WGA will thankfully go on. So yeah. That was American Born Chinese. And I also really like the usage of like Chinese, like most of the dialogue was in Chinese, and I watched it with uh, in English, but the Chinese parts were like with subtitles. I know a little bit of Chinese and uh, Mandarin, but uh, I could like understand here and there. I could like understand Ni Hao or some other word like Shu, and you know, like me, you, and we, they, something. You know, like those like little things, or like she she. That means thank you. Um, yeah, I really liked that. And let's talk about about elementary. About elementary is this very fun and very entertaining um comedy TV series on. It's a TV show. On Hulu slash Disney Plus, and I watched the full. It has like two seasons, and I watched the first season. I started yesterday as well. No, yeah, yesterday, and um, and I finished it today. Ugh, siblings. Anyways, um, so I watched it. I finished it um today after I finished American Born Chinese. So it has 12 uh, 13 episodes in its, in its in its first season. And it as you guys know it won so many Emmys which I totally understand and I get why. So it's it follows a group of teachers in a promotely like a in a not so in a public school in Philadelphia, but in a underfunded um area and in an underfunded school, public school, and the most of the children, uh, students, and teachers are like people of color. So yeah, it follows uh like the teachers, uh, brought together in one of the worst public schools in the country. Simply because they love teaching. And those are passionate teachers and slightly tone-deaf prince and a slightly tone-deaf principal and so on. So it the whole season like follows them around, like what the their daily like task is and it's so funny, like there's so many pop cultural references and uh songs of pop culture uh, tunes and um like some drama here and there but it's very rewarding i i have to say it's like very wholesome very cute very 
it's a it's a it's it's very it's a it's a feel good um series and it stars Quinta Branson Oh, it's also written by Quinta Branson. Oh, yeah, I know. She won the Emmy. Anyways, it stars he, her, uh, she, her. Um, then it also stars... It also stars Harley Quinn's Hawkman, like the animated series. Tyler James Williams. Uh, then it stars Janelle James. From Central Park, the animated series. Then it also stars Lisa and Walter. She was in The Ladies or The Right Mom or 911, which got cancelled. I really like the like the versatility of this show. Um also, also it stars also Leslie Odom Jr. Um who we know from Glass Onion, he played Leon Lionel or One Night in Miami or Hamilton. He played Aaron Burr. So yeah. But like I really liked the versatility because um, Lisa and Walter places like New York, like New Yorker, New Yorker teacher with her like Staten Island accent, and then we have Tyler James Williams's character Gregory. He is this like high achievement person, but kind of doesn't really have great social skills. Then we have Ava. She is uh that's Jan- Janelle James. She is the principal. She's very tone deaf, and she really doesn't really care about anybody else besides her. Then there are some cure characters. There are some um neurodivergent characters. Um, there's some like. Um, broken homes and uh, like the whole like nine, you know. So I really enjoyed this series. I can't wait for to watch the second season tonight because I want to know what how certain things will unfold. And the second season has twenty two episodes. So yeah, I really liked it. So. Babkis is this new like eps- uh, series on Peacock starring Pete Davidson and it's like it stars Pete Davidson and it's like basically about his life like after his fame like before like after um after like basically it kind of like follows around the first like what happened during COVID so it stars I screamed when I saw that, but it stars the Great Fathers, the yeah, the Godfathers, 
Joe Pesci. He plays his um. He plays his grandfather, and it also stars like it has so many like guest stars like J J Abrams, and also Charlie Day, also um. John Maloney pops up here and there, and yeah, Machine Kelly does also pops up, pop up here and there, and Sebastian Stan <laughs> pops up here and there, and so many other like people in the industry, and it's a comedy series, and it has eight episodes in the first season, and it follows like Pete Davidson's life, come. Combining grounded storytelling with some absurd elements from the world view for which Davidson is well known for, meaning he's like the stuff he had to he has lived, um, he has he's got gone through. And my favorite episode has to be the Fast and Furious episode, um, which was kind of foreshadowing because Pete Davidson is like in Fast. So I really liked that episode, but I also liked obviously episode eight with MGK, where they are in rehab and certain things happen. It's so funny. It's like overall very funny, but I also liked the dramatic aspect of this series. I wasn't expecting to be this dramatic. I know, like these comedians, really know how to do drama. Like Ben Stiller with Severance, Pete Davidson with Bob Kiss, um, so many others I cannot like think of. But I really like this episode, uh, this like series. It was a lot of fun watching it. And like I said, the first episode is I think episode. Um. No, it's episode four, four titled um, Crispy Town. <laughs> so, yeah. And the episodes are, like, very snackable because one, so they range from 24 minutes to 29 minutes. So, it's a lot of fun. It's The, the, the jokes are hilarious <laughs> and very pop culture filled. And there's even a joke with Sebastian Stan and... Him being Bucky Barnes as the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had so much fun. Like, I binged watched the whole thing in one day. Actually, like, one night. So, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was very emotional. I cried a few times. Especially when they... Especially when they played See You Again during... Um, the first and Furious episode. So, yeah. 
don't know. I I it was very wholesome. It was very funny. It was dramatic. It was emotional. It was like a hug. It was a blanket, a hug. I don't know. I it was I it was a feel good one and I I'm very glad that I saw it. With that being said, um this marks the end of the episode. Thank you so so much for listening and thank you for your support. And I will talk about Exo Kitty uh, and Fuber um on Sunday. And also Sunday is the last episode of of Succession, okay I said. I will finish um episode uh season four of Succession and then talk about it on Sunday. I'll talk about Exo Kitty as well and Fuber as well. And I also watched the first episode of Kardashians season three. It was, it was very emotional, funny but emotional. Um, then I am planning on watching a few movies this week, and I will also talk about Citadel and Power Book Two Ghost on Sunday, the season finale of both shows, like Power Book Two Ghost. Um, Powder Took Ghost and Citadel on Amazon Prime Video. Um, ouchie. Speaking of Amazon Prime Video, you can listen to this episode on Amazon Music. The link is in the show notes. Um, if you can't find it, just type in my name. Screen, then it will it will show you the the podcast and also my journal which is a multifunctional journal titled my daily journal and I designed it myself I created it to be multifunctional I use it as a kind of like a mental health journal to be honest so you will find you can find that the link in the show notes as well and check out my letter box boxed as well um check out my blog also linked in the show notes and i'll talk to you on sunday have a great day night where you are and enjoy the beautiful weather if you're living in europe it's so beautiful out there i will go outside after eating something um or having dinner. Um, after the release of this episode. So I'll talk to you on Sunday. Bye. Also, we made it to 65. Like episode 65. This is crazy. I, I'm so grateful for your support. And truly, truly, truly grateful. And... um blessed to have you guys on this journey with me and talk to you on Sunday.